Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello, my lovelies. This week, I want to talk to you about how you spend your time and how you manage your time. So, so many of us are trying to accomplish an incredible amount of things. Like, honestly, I would say an unreasonable amount of things. And it's okay because we all have ambitions and we've got stuff we've got to do. We have things that we want to do. And we recognize that if we don't make time for it, it doesn't happen. So, this week, I want to talk about how we set ourselves up for success in managing our time and how we can create more of it, which is, you know, technically impossible, but perceptualize totally can happen. So what I want to talk about here is time blocking versus hourly scheduling and the differences in those and when it benefits you to use either system. So hourly scheduling is often used by managers and people that shift from meeting to meeting frequently. So for them, they can block an hour and say, this hour is for this meeting, this hour is for this meeting, then I travel here, then I do this, and then I move on. And then there's a different type of scheduling, which is time blocking, which would not block an hour, a mere hour for any kind of topic, because it's just simply not enough time. (laughs) And A lot of people that I work with are frustrated when they are told to just schedule and match someone that works for them or someone that manages their time, that kind of schedule, because they get put into like these hourly time blocks. And that seems more stressful than they can manage. And it seems like there's just not enough time to get anything done. And if that's where you're feeling, if you're like, oh, if I schedule things and I have eight hours and they're all eight different things... It just, it's too much. I feel like nothing got accomplished or I just didn't do it. If that is you, then I want to talk about time blocking and see if that will help change the way things move for you. So I've gone from trying to schedule my hours to scheduling topics. (laughs) So instead of saying, you know, I'm going to get up and from nine to 10, I'm going to go for a walk and then from 10 to 11, I'm going to prepare a meal. And then from 11 to 12, I've got a client. And then from 12 to one, I've got a client and whatever. That doesn't work for me anymore. So the only things that I'm scheduling hourly is clients and the rest of the things that I have as goals in life, I will put into categories. So I'll have a category for health and fitness. I have a category for like, we probably need to make food category of managing like household stuff like laundry There's personal projects like working on my ancestry project, working on um, making clothes, thinking about doing drawings, um, house projects, right? Anything that's on that list. And rather than trying to say, I should put an hour in each day towards each of these goals, that feels so non-fluid. It just doesn't work for me at all. So instead, I look at the different buckets of things that I could possibly work on. And the first thing I look at is, is any of it time sensitive? Is there something that I need to get done this week? Because if I wait, the time has passed. 
So when it comes to gardening or lawn maintenance or whatever, so if I want to go out and I have to um, put the spray on the trees that prevents the deer from wanting to eat them because it smells like rotten eggs and it's gross, it's not a fun thing, but it's time sensitive. (laughs) You need to do it now or the deer will eat your food and then you're going to have to like wait a whole season for it to recover. So things like that, I will look at and go, okay, I need to do that sooner rather than later. That one I can put on my list and say, it's going to be Monday. Do I tell myself what hour on Monday? I do not. You guys, that is not how I function. It doesn't work well for me. Um, Particularly things that have to do with outside. It's always at the whim of like, is it raining? Is it cold? What's going on? So I'm much more flexible, but I will say it needs to happen within the next three days. Pick a time, anytime, and it needs to be done by Tuesday. And in that case, I get it done. I also will sometimes think to myself, I don't even write it out, like how long do I think each thing will take? So for something like spraying the trees, you know, honestly, 15 minutes, it's not a huge time consumer. It's just a thing that needs to get done. There are other things that, you know, are hundreds of hours of investment. So I could schedule time, but I know I'm never going to finish. So in that case, I'll pick a chunk of time. So if I notice I've got clients in the morning, then I've got a gap in the afternoon, then I've got clients in the evening, I'm like, great, I've got a three or four hour time block. How will I like to spend that? Things that could possibly fill it. Podcasting, it could be house cleaning, it could be meal prepping, it could be exercise, or it could be working on the project. And I will decide each day where that's going. And I look at advance in my week and I sometimes will see that I have many gaps and I can do more things. Um, I personally tend to follow my interests more than the average person, I guess, where I'll just say, Hey, this seems like a good week to get this done. Cause that's what I'm really keyed in on. And I seem to not be able to think about anything else. So that's what I'm going to do. That is how my brain works. I like to get hung up on something, dive into it really deep. And then when it's done, I am willing to let it go forever. And I've moved on. But if your personality isn't like that, you might need more variety than I do. If you're the kind of person that can't watch the same show more than once, maybe you need to do um, a time blocking that's closer to an hourly or to have more variety of things. But here's what I know. We get more things done when you keep a similar action grouped with similar actions. So for instance, like when working on the podcast, I'll record a bunch of podcasts all at once. And then on another time, I will edit and post them. I do not do each section of it and keep changing what I'm doing because it takes way longer and it's harder for me to get a lot done. So for efficiency's sake, if it's a writing day, I do a lot of writing, whether that's like for emails or it's for podcast ideas or it's for the ancestry project, it's a writing day. And that's the kind of work that I'm doing. On other days, it's more physical activity. It tends to be Mondays for me is like get all the housework done and catch up on everything that didn't happen over the week. So just from the time I get home, I'm up, I'm moving, I'm doing the laundry in between it, I'm cleaning, then I'm watering the plants, and then I'm going outside probably to spray the trees for the deer, whatever is happening then. But it all is of a kind. And it makes that day feel cohesive and it gets a ton of things done. So you could look at your activities and the things on your list and go, do any of these have similarities? And if they do, even though they're in different topics, could I get them all done in the same kind of day? 
Would it flow a little bit better so that I'm not changing from one type of task to a different type of task? It's all the same kind of task. You might find that it's more cohesive and it gets things done for you. So when the hourly scheduling happens and it's like, do a phone call, then do exercise, then go back to doing writing, then do checking your emails and then do this. To me, that's too many hard breaks in the kind of work that I'm asking my brain to do. And I don't find it very efficient. I find it really disruptive and difficult. If you're finding difficulty in that, I don't think you're alone. And I would say, how can I get these hourly breaks to at least be a similar kind of thing? Like maybe all of your sales calls are on the same day and then all of your, your outreach calls are on a different one. Um, find what works for you. And I'm a huge proponent of that, of asking yourself those kinds of questions and go, is what I'm doing working for me? And if it's not, what is it specifically that's frustrating? Because if you ask yourself those questions, you will dig down and you'll find like, oh, it's that I feel like I was on a roll and I didn't want to be disrupted from it. And I just got angry or I didn't start what I was going to do because I knew in 40 minutes I wouldn't be able to work on it anymore. So it just didn't seem like getting started was even worth it. That happens so often. If that's the case, block longer periods of time. You've got to find out the way to alter your schedule where you have enough of a block of time to actually do what the task demands. Sometimes when we think that we're terrible at getting things done and we procrastinate a lot, what that's really telling you is that the amounts of time that you've set out for things are not correct for you. What if you had more time? Would that make it more possible? Would it make it easier to sit down and do something if you didn't feel like you were going to get interrupted in 20 minutes? Probably. So that's a really good question to ask yourself is, is the procrastination because I hate the topic or because I'm afraid I'm going to get disrupted or that I find it difficult and I need more time? If so, that's your answer and you can work with that and change it. You are not um, at that schedule's mercy necessarily, like all things can be adjusted. So see if you have that kind of um, capability on your own or if you need to talk to management or whatever and say like, hey, I need to change how things are flowing so that I can be more productive. I feel like those are the key words that people need to hear sometimes <laughs> just like frame it that way. Be like, Hey, so I can be more productive. I need X amount of time in a row to accomplish this task. How can we make that happen? Try it and see how things can change. <laughs> it might be really, really interesting. Ah, and then the last thing I want to talk about with scheduling yourself is that scheduling is all well and good, but we tend to only schedule things that are like tasks for work or chores or things that seem kind of dreary in a way, like it's things that have to get done. And it's important to also have in your schedule things that you're looking forward to, things that are a reward and that fill you back up and give you energy. Because if you think of all of this time, right, that you're scheduling, where does that energy come from? How are you filling back up to be able to put back in? And if you look at it as a whole, like what percentage of time are these activities giving you energy versus demanding your energy? And if you look at it and you're like, wow, I have 40 hours and all of them just demand a ton of energy. We've got to figure out how we can get in that schedule some activities that are inspiring or that are restorative in some way. And I think that does exist or it can exist in any line of work. So it depends again on your personality and who you are. 
is taking time for research and reading something that you find more restorative than producing a report or doing a paper? If so, maybe we need to have like 10 or 20% of your time at a minimum going into these activities that help build you up and give you inspiration and let you produce the quality of work and the quality of output that you want. It's even the same for me in my personal and home life where I'm like, okay, there's things that I want to accomplish and do for the family. Some of them give me energy and some of them take energy. And if I have too many listed that are freaking me out or taking a lot of energy or causing me stress, I need to make sure I've got time scheduled or whatever, like there's a block left open for reconnecting with people, for having a break. For me, it's so important to have moments where there's quiet. And if I don't have that built in, I know that I just spend so much time trying to recover. It it doesn't work for me. So the more you get to know yourself, the more you're able to accommodate yourself so that you can show up as the person that you want to be. Like think about what are the the circumstances that cause you the most stress and have you showing up like the least awesome person that you want to be around others? How can that happen less? Or what would you need to be able to show up to that situation empowered to handle it? And my example, because I can only really draw from my own life here, is I need time for quiet and no input from others, like just sitting, reading, even just like drawing, petting the cat, quiet, not talking to people, not doing any of that, not even watching TV or listening to anything, honestly, like actual quiet. It is necessary for me. And I do better in all regards. When I come out of that silence, I'm like, woohoo, I want to pick up the phone. I can't wait to talk to my clients. I'm so excited to hang out with my friends. I can't wait to have my daughter come home from school and ask her how everything was and like have a nice meal with everybody. Those things I get very excited for. But if I have not had the quiet that I need and the percentage that I need it, I show up to those things that I love and want to show up for anxious. And I show up and I don't feel like I'm giving the best of myself. So I look at it now as this isn't selfishness to schedule these times for refilling up. This is me providing what I need to give my very best in all of these other areas. When you're able to look at it that way and have the permission to give yourself what you actually need, not because like, oh my God, you're so difficult. I can't believe that you would want silence. What? That's crazy. If that's what you need, it's what you need. If what you need is like, I need to go for a run every day, or I just don't feel like myself, go for your run every day because you know how you show up when you don't get it. And if it's not who you want to be, then we got to figure out how to get you what you need. Mm, yes. Anyway, that is what was on my mind this week. How can we stretch out and create the periods of time to accomplish what we want, to fill up and have the energy for accomplishing what we want, and to stop feeling like we're failing ourselves by not being able to keep up with our own schedules? or not showing up to do the thing that's on the schedule. That might be a whole nother podcast. We can talk about that too and why we avoid things. But for now, look at the blocks of time that you have. Are they enough? Are they too much? And how can you adjust them so that you're feeling really, really happy about what's demanded of you and what you can offer? Mm. Have a marvelous week, my friends, and I will see you next time. 
Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.